Hey, and welcome to today's Spanish Property Podcast. Uh, today we've got music by Kevin McLeod from Incompetech.com. This one's called Jellyfish in Space, and if you like it, you can download it at his site. It's uh, excellent music for the background, but Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. And today we're going to be talking about the sting in the tail when searching for a Spanish property. We've all done it since the internet became pervasive in our lives. We've all travelled into the wormhole of time, investigating something important, and then we've reappeared at some stage well after midnight, bleary-eyed and worried about the fact we have to be getting the kids ready for school in four hours, and we ask ourselves, where did that seven hours of my life go? Or is that just me? And what did we discover about the subject we were investigating? Um, hold on, we were on the net for what reason? We tend to forget, of course, but let's not go there at the moment. And no, I don't know how I got to a video of a Belgian cat playing an oboe or two hamsters running around a plate. I'm sure I was doing something. The truth is that without some guidance, it's difficult to find what you want on the internet because there is just so much there. So much fluff and also, well hidden away, so much good stuff. However, it's a lonely job finding it. Today, therefore, here is a story about a client that avoided all that work, all that getting lost in the labyrinth that is the Spanish property market online, and it involved using our services, of course. We've already written about the best online portals for finding out about properties in Spain, and Lisa's written on her blog about the best general information websites for many areas of Spain for unbiased information about places, especially useful for holiday planning. However, the post today is just about what we did for one client. Unfortunately, there is a sting in the tail. Read on. A client had been in touch with us for around a year, asking questions, resolving doubts with us, preparing the ground for their money transfer, finding out about the best banks and asking us to investigate properties and areas for them so that when they arrived they could make the most of their visit to find the perfect house. We had eliminated over a dozen places for various reasons, ranging from area to size to amount of work needed to cost. The client is on a very limited budget. And finally, we had a short list of properties for him to visit when he arrived. He had done his research well, but many times he had disappeared down the wormhole, sending us properties to look at that were totally unsuitable, or we had already eliminated because we knew his exact requirements. And many times we had got him back on track and concentrating on those exact requirements. Send us yours, by the way, to info at SpanishProperty.net. So... The visit comes, and we're down to five properties that are hot targets for him. Two visits to each, many hours of looking at each property accompanied by a builder and architect as they needed work, and eventually the ideal property was chosen. A property that both the client and us had identified as a prime target for getting exactly what he wanted within the price range and with great possibilities for future improvement. An offer was made to the agent with the plan to sign a deposit on Wednesday that week after the lawyer had done the conveyancing part of the property and then we would have completion schedule for the week after. Oh, the best laid plans of mice and men, but we will get to that later. Let's first look at what he did right. He identified his requirements and communicated them to us. He stuck to the task at hand. He asked all the questions necessary so he was pre-informed of the process and ready to work hard to get the right place in the short time period he was here. He chose quickly and made an offer. Well done. But I said there was a sting in the tail, right? What if the property was already sold, but the owner hadn't bothered to tell anyone? Well, that's what happened. Owners usually have various agents promoting their properties at times and the communication between the owner and the agents is usually not great. 
When an owner takes a deposit, they often don't inform the other agents just in case the sale doesn't go through. And sometimes after the sale, they then forget to tell the other agents. So there are no, there is nobody who knows that the property has been sold. In this case, the agent held the keys and was showing the property without any idea that a deposit had been taken. So anyway, it looked like we would have to wait until the client's next visit to find him the perfect property, unless for some reason the sale fell through. Fingers crossed, right? However, there was a second sting in the tail. His last morning, we managed to find something else that was just about perfect for him. We went, he loved it, we saw it, we gave the deeds to the lawyer, and a week later, a deposit was put down. There was one other thing. We had to wait for some paperwork to be done. In this case, it was an inheritance. But that just took a couple of months, and eventually, last week, finally, the client was able to complete on his property, and the work starts now. Rehabilitation of this property, and it's going to look really good, starts next week. And hopefully our client is very happy. We know he is. And we also know he's very relieved after all this time. So anyway, that's the Spanish Property Podcast for today. It's, there's always a sting in the tail. Well, we try to make sure that that sting in the tail isn't painful. Hopefully you've enjoyed this and you can listen to some more of our Spanish Property Podcasts on our YouTube channel. <laughs>